That was that was a very different. I know. I wanted to kick it. Oh no! Oh no! Julie just told me we actually had our first blooper, and we were having a great conversation, and it just you couldn't. You couldn't hear us. You mean so, we miss an hour, an hour-long blooper almost. We but talked you know, for a long time anyway. So it's good content. Yeah. And then she just told me that she could speak in uh, Russian. No, I don't speak Russian. I said I'm like Russian or Belgium or something when I drink. Oh, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> so it's got a little bit of something in it. I don't know. It's accents. I talk like a lot of things. I do a lot of weird things with my hands. Face. Do some dancing. Jonathan, uh, she actually, I was like, he's in here. <laughs> he's not here. It's he, funny because he knows now. Though. He, he, he does know. He understands. Julie closed on a house yesterday in Galveston. Who do? Yeah, which was awesome. And she's been wanting to sell in Galveston for a long time. And look at that. And look at that. It went full circle. I had to get out of the box and get in a circle. <laughs> Your circle. Got in a circle. <laughs> Um, she closed on the deal and then she starts coming back and we're sitting there talking about a bunch of stuff and Jonathan just, he was just, he just kept laughing at us talking about all of the poop stuff that we talked about last time. Turd TV, he called it. Who called it? Jesse? No. Jonathan? Jonathan, he said. Jonathan, Jesse? (laughs) Which one? What is this turd TV (laughs) on the podcast? And it's like, he did. It was so (laughs) deep. And then what, what happened? What happened yesterday? What was the good news? What happened? About Tur TV. We got our first sponsor. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And it's title, too, which is yeah. really cool. Absolutely. Like, so on our website, if you go to it, there's actually a button you can click for our podcast. To be a sponsor. To be a sponsor. Yeah. Or... And then Julie will even do your whole, like, sponsor ad in her Russian accent. I will do it in whatever. You pick, <laughs> you pick your accent. Just whatever you want to be. We will be it, baby. That's what we do. Just do whatever. I represent. No. <laughs> They're like, okay, block. Right? <laughs> Not listening. I actually went. So when you were closing, I had um, a house, another house that went under contract, which was great. But then I went in to go do a final walkthrough on a house that we had already closed, but we did a lease back. And for people that don't know what that means, uh, you buy the house. And this is just the fun stuff about real estate. So you buy the house. And then you rent the house back to the seller for a little bit of time. And then they move out and you get to see all the amazing things that they've left in the house. You know, even if you put in the amendment that they're supposed to have it professionally cleaned and the carpet shampoo, do they do that? Mm. Mm. So we walked in. Sometimes. And <laughs> it was very interesting. So we walk in and I'm kind of looking around I'm like, okay, we have a Bible. There's a Bible. It's not, it's not bad. Maybe it's a good juju for the house. And then I look and there's a Louis Vuitton bag. And I'm like, oh. Jonathan says to me, this is where he's, he gets a little bit ornery with stuff. And he looks at me and he goes, he's like, you get whatever's in this bag if you call it first. And I'm like, dibs. Like Louis Vuitton, freaking dibs all the way. Whatever's in it, yeah. It was a dirty sock. In a Louis by itself? Yeah. Just sitting there sad? It's very sad. And the bag was kind of busted up, so I, I was like, I'm not going to take that. So Why? Then, yeah. You can just bring it to the store. Get it so then we keep walking, and the house is, like, somewhat kind of clean. And we go to the laundry room, and there's a cat litter box. And it looks like there is a fresh poop. Mm. Which, you know, this is Jonathan's, like, soul brother at this point. Like, the cat takes poop. Jonathan takes poops all the time. Like, it's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would compare the cat. I'm like, where is this going? Jonathan's related to the they're cat? Like soul. Their Their souls are connected. They're both poopers. And so then we start going, and we go to the um, master bedroom, and I look to my right, 
and there is a gigantic fox head. And when I say fox head, I'll post a picture. I mean like fox costume, like I think they were like, furry. Full furry, furry creepers. Well, that house was the one with the pole in it too. That was it had a it had a stripper pole. Yeah. It had um, this tie dye cat. Some weird wigs and some wigs shoes. I mean, it, it the was, shoes were. It was, no, they were pretty telling. Yeah, it was probably we, the most interesting house that I've went in in a very long time, and that says a lot for me. Like, because I had naked men running out of attics. Yeah, like, that is. I think this house won it, and then I had to go there this morning before you came over. Mm -hmm. And uh, to let cleaners in. And I went to go let the cleaners in. And I was just like, I know this fox head is just staring at me. And as soon as I went around the corner, I was like, commando. You would have died laughing. So commando? Like, yeah, I go around the corner. Do you know what commando means? You're not wearing underwear. I'm talking about like commandos in the army. Oh, the sorry. Navy. I didn't come from you. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was commando. I was commando. <laughs> so I went around the corner and I'm peeking and I'm like going quietly that fox is still here. And I look at him and he looks back at me. And I'm like, nope, I'm going outside. Ugh. I got attacked by bees um, outside. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm okay with getting attacked by the bees as long as I don't believe that. I ran. I mean, if somebody, if they still have connection to the ring camera, they would have died laughing. I ran. When my I car, saw a beetle get in your hair. That was a June bug. And okay. those things go like all up in your ear. Yeah, you did some like you know, I like jump you moves, dodged like, it too. I dodged it because I felt it. It's wing ear. That's not the whole like, story. It flew by your head, and I saw it. Like literally, my eyes probably got cross-eyed as this little big June bug is coming right at me, and I flipped out. It did kind of like get in your hair, but it was funny. It was coming at a kamikaze down my face. Now I know why you're afraid of the dark too. I thought about that after. I was like, she's probably afraid of the dark at 10 a.m. because because um, you never know what's gonna come after you. Well, fly in the garage. In hair. Yeah, imagine just being alone and no one there to get it out. Ugh. Gross. Let's not talk about bugs. With your gagging thing, I'm terrified of certain bugs. One time, oh, talk about pooping. One time, oh, here we go. I was Dirty in, read. I was in uh, bed and I was actually doing a deal. I was closing out a deal and I was getting my CDA and all my stuff and all my paperwork. All of a sudden, I see Cat. She's like looking up at the ceiling. Cat's name is Cat. Cat. She's Cat. By the way, yes. Yeah. She looks up at the ceiling and she goes, she just keeps looking. And I'm like, Cat, <laughs> what are you looking at? And she's like, she just kind of looks. And then her tail starts twitching. And I'm like, Cat, what are you looking at? So I go, I'm like, there's something there. Oh, there was something there. It was a giant freaking cockroach was there. And this was in Jonathan's house when I first met him. So I start screaming. I'd be holding Cat up like, Cat, get it, get no, it, Cat. I wouldn't have been able to even reach. I'm short. Like, it was all the way, like, way oh, high. Yeah. high. And so I was screaming. In a, in like a, I'm calling Jonathan. He's dying laughing. He's Where's Jonathan? He's pooping. I'm about to die from a death of, of a she cockroach. She was going to do a death. Yes. I was going to do a death from a cockroach. You, I didn't even tell you a story about a lizard. He never came to rescue me, though. What? Mason did. He never, he was pooping. Shame on you, Jonathan. That's one point. Off. He was in the crapper. Not, not that down. So now every time. Minus cat, one cool point. Cat was hunting. And I'm like, what do you see, cat? I know she sees something big. Yeah. Cat's my, cat's my, she's, she's my girl. She'll tell me if something's coming for me. Cat's pretty cool. I'm afraid of lizards. Um, I'm not. I'll catch lizards. I don't care. That's disgusting. I've had them in my house so many times. Well, I hate them. I hate them because their tails fall Didn't off. Do your kids have? You have okay, a lizard. Okay, the difference is we had a we had a bearded dragon. I did like That's him. A lizard. I never liked him. But the other lizards, the little 
fast green ones that change colors and tails fall off. One got in my house one time. Tails fall off. It got in my house one time and Jesse was not home and he wouldn't be home till five. Do a scoop it up and they go. No, I had a better plan. I didn't want to touch it, so I grabbed a bowl and put it on top of him. You killed him? No, I just I, I put him in a bowl. He could breathe. It was carpet. And then I put a shoe a shoe on top, a light shoe. You suffocated him. No, I didn't. I left him there. That's what it's starting to sound like. I left him there for <laughs> Jesse, and I said, you need to go in the room, pick up the shoe in the bowl. There's a lizard. He was alive. What is up with girls with bowls? Because when we first moved to Texas, you know, everything really is bigger in Texas. Like, I will tell you that. Yeah. So, me and Mason move in. Uh, we just moved to Kingwood, and my ex-husband, he was a pilot, so he wasn't there. And we go into this room. I'm getting itchy. When I talk about bugs, I itch. Like, Sometimes me, you're going to make me do it. I just like, I start itching. Make me think I've, so, I've got lice. We open, this, <laughs> we open this door, and this cockroach, and I, I kid you not, I, it was this big. Like, it was huge. She not, is holding up a six-inch sub size. <laughs> it was not the size of it a six-inch sub. This thing, I told Mason to go kill it. And Mason was little. He was like eight, seven. And he's like, I'm not going to kill it. I'm like, you want to be a zookeeper? They have cockroaches at zoos. Go kill it. I'm like, go kill the cockroach. He goes, no. Mason, so I go to go put a cup on top of it. See? And I, it was logical. Like oh, yeah. Until, did you know cockroaches can fly? Yeah, but not out of a bowl. Oh, they fly. So I get close to it and all of a sudden I hear, Bzz. This cockroach lifted up. Oh, I'm getting itchy. Yeah. This cockroach lifted up this bowl. I am not even exaggerating. It flies all over the room. I shut the door. I put a blanket underneath the door, and I didn't go back in that door until that cockroach was on something. I'm getting itchy. How do you have that much muscle yeah, in a little cocky roach? A Texas cockroach. Damn, Texas. It's so cool here, but that's nasty. It's disgusting, and that's one of the. Uh, yeah, I we have some flyers too. When we bought our house, talking about real estate. Um, when we bought our house, I had an agent, and he basically got recommended to us from the agent, the listing agent. Mm-hmm. So we found the house. We contacted her. She got a newer agent to represent us that was in her office, obviously. She was getting money from it, and right. she, they were doing an intermediary. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about it. In fact, I don't even think I signed an intermediary notice, but maybe I did. So we're doing the stuff, and you know, we're arguing back and forth, and as the like week before we move into the house we go to do the final walkthrough and the water heater busted wasn't working so we walkthroughs are important yeah we told our agent we were like well this needs to be replaced he's like well it can't you're getting close to close um yes it can sir oh yeah so then i told him i was like this isn't like we're about to go away from the whole deal the way that he spoke to me because that is says it in the contract as is and that means as is the way you saw it the day you saw it i didn't have that realtor he was basically working for the listing agent who obviously wasn't representing us the way that he should have why because he was a new agent and he was underneath that agent and that's the thing that i started to realize that how shady things can be in real estate yep. it's like with you and your house too yeah and i've always said the hardest part about our job is working with other agents true how hard is that i mean true i had a phone call the other day from one of our agents yesterday and she was telling me that she had some communication with a different agent about mold and he's like, you know, the mold's been done, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as she told me the name, I was like, proceed with caution. I Just mean, proceed with caution. Get your, make sure they have a remedi- remediation certificate. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. it was like little mold. It wasn't like a huge deal. But the thing is, it's like there are certain agents that have built their name in the business where as soon as you hear it, you're just like, like you just know it's bad. I mean, I've gotten like 
full-blown like not I wouldn't say like screaming battles but I've went into some deep conversations with some agents trying to screw over some of our agents in full circle and I'm usually the last person that you want to get involved in that stuff but I always want to be the first person that you guys call but like if you guys release me I'm on like you are released. There's no holding back. My beast is coming. I will yeah. come. And I mean, I'll obviously try to fix the situation, but I mean, I will go to bat for any one of the agents, including people taking out water softeners at the houses and the other agents don't knowing that that's supposed to stay. And I have to record the contract and be like, this says right here. Like, what are you going to do about this? Yep. $5,000. Give my client $5,000. And that's why... I love learning from you because I like we've talked about love mentoring, love helping people. Yeah. But like I've noticed, like a lot of the ways you do things, I do the same things. Yeah. And I'm like, we're oh, both weird together. I'm home. <laughs> I'm home. But we both really like our stuff, like clean cut, done right, like take care of our people. Oh yeah. When but, I like, first saw your paperwork, Kristen's contracts yes. when they came through, I was like, she's smiling right now. Because I, 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 like, I'm, I'm, I'm so perfect. happy because Kristen was, you know, she came into it. Like we did, yeah. where she would have had no one if I didn't already do it. And yeah. I was just like, yes, finally someone who I know has the heart. It's yeah. the biggest thing, the heart. Yeah. Um, not just, you know, I'm out there to hustle and make money, but the heart for people. She goes, she well, may have go. have to have that in our industry. It can't just be about making money. You she may be 200% care. over heart. Sometimes she overhearts, but she was just so willing to learn and she was so smart and she's so organized and she picked it up so fast. You can and just tell she wants it so bad. Though. So bad. And that's what and I she, love. She has her docs in all the time. She will ask. Oh, they were perfect. There I'm, was nothing. I mean, it was. I can't help but smile because I'm so proud perfect. of her. She's my sister, of course. Um, but, yeah. you know, just. It was perfect. I mean, and that's. She's so diligent. That's yeah. a lot coming from me because, I mean, that was. It was perfect. Like, my job is to obviously go in, make sure that we never get sued. Even though our lawyers tell us they're like, Nikki. Don't be so focused on not getting sued. There is going to be a point you get sued. I'm like, no, ah. never getting sued. It's <laughs> like, so you're not going to take me down. Um, but no, her paperwork was freaking awesome. It oh, was, that it made her perfect. day too to hear it. I said, I said in the in the beginning of her first year, I was like, this is going to, you're going to, because she would say, I, everything is a dumb question. I'm like, nothing is a dumb question. There is, you're no, going to be asking questions for, thing, it's a dumb for question. years. Ask the questions. Mm-hmm. And then, Unfortunately for her, every agent of every deal she worked with was, it was like their first transaction. And it really was. It was yeah. And that's hard. Oh my gosh. And it was hers teach, too. You want to teach the agents outside, like, you know, when they need yeah. help. Because you and I, it's like, especially me, when I first started, I needed help. I didn't know what I was doing. I sent my first contract. It was just one to four. But I mean, you need the help and you need the mentorship. And so many people get into real estate because they think of it as selling sunset and you know it's fun and all you do all day is go show these beautiful houses and no and you heels. don't heels and deals yeah heels and, deals. and you don't I mean not at all I mean it's, it's you're educating half the time Jonathan, you're on your computer the other half Jonathan was carrying out a litter box that was left behind in a house holding his breath you would have died you would have started dying. I would have I yeah. yeah that's a no for me I have lines to you draw you would have been done but it's like what else are you going to do so it's like there is literally some really shitty shitty sides in our industry and I think that a lot of people don't really speak about it but I honestly think hands down the hardest part about being a real estate agent is working with other agents because Mm -hmm. so many people do get into real estate and they think you know this is easy we're going to make so much money and then they get into it and they realize 
oh, I have to go find the leads. I have to go build my own business. They think that it's given to them. But nobody, I can't. I can't do these documents half-assed. But nobody what? tell. Nobody <laughs> teaches you that though, and nobody tells you that. I mean, when you're in school, we never went over how to write a contract. You really don't. You that don't. blows my mind. Oh, it's like you have to know insane. the contract. Forty-three thousand five hundred sixty. That's what you learn in real yes. estate school. Four three five six zero. Tell tell. Uh, what was that guy's shirt you were talking about yeah. too? Because that was really cool. Yeah, I was in a mastermind real estate thing, and sometimes you get some great ideas from that. Um, but somebody had asked a question, and they were like, "What do you do to you know gain recognition and stuff outside? Get track, get people yeah. to ask questions. Let them know you're in real estate without saying. Yeah, I am a realtor. realtor. He said, "I wear a shirt." That just says forty three thousand five hundred sixty, and I laughed so hard. I was like, <laughs> I "Can't this yeah, is awesome." <laughs> he was in Arizona because I was like, "If he's in Texas, I'm getting this guy." Like this is freaking funny. It's um, but but you only know if you know. So that's what's cool. Yeah, but random people. He said, they "Random people yeah. come up to you and they're like, why do you have that?'" Like, what is forty three thousand five hundred sixty? Oh, let me tell you because this is what I learned in school. That never write special provisions and be scared of everything and everyone because you're going to get sued. And 43,560 is how many square feet are in? An acre. An acre. Yeah. Yeah. But how did you remember it? Four agents <laughs> going down I-35 going 60 miles an hour. 43,560. Did they tell you that? They um, had to have because I think I heard that before. Actually, I, I didn't too, listen. You're too to, weird to have made that up yourself. I, did, I am. I didn't <laughs> listen to all the videos in my classes, and I really zoomed through it really quick and then cram studied, to be honest. But... um. It was when Kristen started her classes. That's when I heard it because I was like, there's videos in here? She's yeah. like, you didn't watch the instructions? I was like, never have I watched any well, of these. I did mine and over. It was mine on was there. a virtual class. Mine too. I did through Champions. Yeah. And the teachers were great. You know. I did the prep course through Champions, but I did um, Texas Real Estate Business School of Austin just because it's. We have Lexi, actually. Lexi good. wants to be a real estate agent. It's like my proud like stepmom moment where she came to me and she was like at first she wanted to be a nurse and the kids went through some stuff um when i first met jonathan i was a stepmom and i thought you know this is going to be a great thing and i'm building my business and you know mason's 15 and he's going to be 18 soon and oh. you know jonathan has three kids and you know we get them every other weekend and thursdays and then we went through a custody thing and i had to get used to then having the kids 24-7 all the time, four kids, and I'm like, okay, so now I have to adjust having four kids and running my business and doing all this stuff, but the moment that I realized I was doing it right and I was holding, because that was that was hard, like going through the custody battle for the year and stuff, like for me, broke my heart to see. a long see. time. Oh, and for kids too, I mean, it's just a lot, and it's hard to separate yourself from the stuff that's going on when you're so involved in it. And I'll never forget, Lexi came to me and she said, I want to be like you when I grow up. Oh, literally. Touching your heart. I was like, you want to be like me? How? What way? <laughs> She's like, real estate. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> See, <laughs> Let's skip some of the other bad steps, but real estate, great. That's the good stuff. It yeah. really is. And she's done three classes now on Champions. Yay. She's Go going Lexi. to school yeah, to get her, um, I think she wants to do business marketing, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, and she's done three and Mason signed up, but Mason's a boy and, you know. They're not as motivated as girls sometimes. And so he hasn't started, but he, he at least, he has the courses and he can get started. But that right there is something that you realize 
as a mom and as a business owner and entrepreneur that these kids are watching you all the time. And then you're doing something right if they want to do it. I mean, yes. my eight-year-old son says the same. I'm gonna be a real estate agent like you, mom. That's and that's awesome. That's what and I'm like. When you're eight. <laughs> Blake told me. He told me the other day. He's like, I'm gonna be a real estate agent like you when I grow older. See, all of them. In the meantime, I'm gonna be a YouTuber. Oh, I'm gonna talk about Subway and McDonald's, and I'm like, <laughs> great. That's just a great plan. Just you should. You should probably get him on the podcast yeah. at some time. So I don't think the YouTube thing's working out very well anymore. I think that's kind of lapsed. I don't know. He's all about that stuff. The little kids, yeah. If you're little, younger he kids, thinks it's cool. he thinks he's going to be famous because of that. My son has a YouTube account, and I remember when he got like 200 and something views, and he really was like, "I'm famous. Like this is it for me." So, but it's mostly kids and stuff on there. That's yeah. goes back to our podcast and why we wanted to make sure we did it right and not. Well, you still have to, I think. Not that, make it look crazy no, or, or cheap or like. And not talk put, about real estate all the time because nobody wants to hear about that. I, I don't, don't even want to hear about it. I don't either. That's why when you said it's good to have a husband, like have husbands where we can, you know, vent to them and, you know, have strong husbands that support us. I think that's, they do have well, to, it's heavy. It's hard for that. It's heavy for them, but they, yeah. they'll listen with open ears. But it's like sometimes when you talk about real estate with other realtors, it's like. Even your best friends, your family, even you yeah. and I, sometimes it's like we're both like, I'm done real estating today. Well, you, and you I'm have done. To, you have to because burnout in real estate's a real thing. And if you keep, if you go, 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 not only can it hurt you as in burning out, but it also can essentially hurt your family. I mean, there's been so many divorces that I've seen that's inside of real estate. And I think one of the things that's missing, and I have to tell myself that too, because I get busy, like really busy. And then... I could tell, like, Jonathan will have to reel me in sometimes and be like, I need some attention, too. I and pretty much get that, too. Or, like, hey, it's it's not just me. Or I'll come in rage, like, mad. Like, why don't you hang out with me? And he's like, um, because you've been on the, phone, been on the phone all day. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. And that's you're why right. you have to disconnect because, I mean, you obviously don't want it to lead to something where, you know, you've worked so hard to get yourself where you're at. And then all of a sudden you've lost your family or you've lost your husband. And so it's... It's this balance that I think is really hard, especially for us women, because we're working, we're building a business, we're entrepreneurs, we're doing all this stuff, but then at the end of the day, you go and you cook. Well, I cook. Hey. I cook. cook. Princess status. I cook, but I have trained my... um, I don't think there's any training. My... uh, Husband. I was going to call him Prince, but it didn't work for me. Kanye. Um, Kanye. She calls him Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> I've uh, trained Kanye very well to uh, to cook, so that helps. Well, I, I think that... I and mean, my daughter loves to cook, too. So. Oh, I, Mason will cook himself breakfast, but, you know, I was a single mom for a yeah. long time. And so Mason was... I mean, you have to kind of fend for yourself. Like, mom's working, you're fending for yourself. And... Mason can cook. Jonathan will like grill. And I mean, he, it's not that he can't cook, but I don't think like he made chicken stir fry for a long time with the kids. Well, he's choosing to oh, to hate. eat your good food. and Well, my chicken stir fry is so much better. You can ask the kids. I love making he's, that. He's gotten a little bit spoiled. But yeah, I like cleaning. I like cooking. I like to have all my stuff in order. But I think for me, it makes me feel like I'm doing the stuff that I should be doing. And everybody has different love languages. And Amen. my love language, I guess, would be acts of service towards other people. Now, I don't care if you do something for me, but I want to show you that I love you. So it's your love language t- to receive. 
Uh, quality time is one of them. Words of affirmation and physical touch and all the other stuff is at the bottom. Yeah. I don't care about gifts because I'll go buy myself. Gifts is at the bottom yeah, for me too. Yeah, I don't really care. And then, what's the other one? Words of affirmation, quality acts of service, time. quality time, physical, physical touch. touch, and then gifts. Yeah, gifts is low for me because for me, I've always been like, if I really want something, I'll go buy it myself. I don't really need you to go buy it for me. So that for me was always yeah. low, but... I think doing stuff for other people and showing, like, I love to cook. My grandma used to cook. I mm-hmm. love to cook. So Same. for me, it's like cooking is fun, and I like trying different recipes and doing different stuff. And then it's funny when Blake is always like, you're the best cook ever. This is the best thing. And I'm like, it's steak tips with A1. It's really not that big mm-hmm. of a deal, but I think it's the best thing ever. Um, but that stuff is it's fun for me because I still feel like I'm being, I'm being a mom. And you were a stay-at-home mom for a long time, and I was too. Very long time. So it's we're actually essentially, I mean, I want to say we're lucky where we're at now because there are a lot of people that they've been stay-at-home moms for a very long time and then they go and they go to work in the workforce or they have to because they've gotten a divorce and they can't like they can't they can't do it it's hard it's hard or you don't have a trade and you don't know what to do and if you pick this one I mean it's you just know you're going to work your ass off. The pressure's heavy, but yeah. man, you can do it. If you just really love, like, but you have to genuinely want it. You have to you, want I think you do. do. You have to, you have to really want it. I think that, yeah, I think that I really wanted to do it just to make sure that I could change one person's life for the better. Just one, like really one person's life at a time because mine was not good at all. And so changing, as each transaction came flowing in really quickly. You helped a new person. Yes. And I got got confident really quick because I was like, man, this is so rewarding. Like, I love this. I love talking to them. I love helping them. Well, they become your your friends and your family. When 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 you help somebody with one of the biggest purchases of their entire life, I mean, a house is going to be one of the biggest purchases. They essentially, I mean, they become friends and family. I've always said my... Me and Mason don't have family. Yes. So our friends are our family. And Mason's grown up saying that. Our friends are our family mm-hmm. and we mean it. And if you're buying a house or you're selling a house with me, it's usually because I know you or you know somebody that knows me. And now yeah, you've just girl. been stuck with me now. So you yeah. buy or sell a house with me. You're now my friend. You're my family. I will stalk you and I will keep you for forever. I always tell my clients too, if you want to break up, just tell me. Just tell me, but no one's broke up with me yet. So not yet. Breakups are so hard. They're Bre- not fun. I mean, I, I have had to break up with a client. I have had to. Uh, oh, I have. I've had a listing where I've. Like, I've had to fire a listing and fire a buyer. Yeah, but the listing was. Um, I had a listing forced. once. I mean, talk about some crazy stories. So I had a listing once, and it had no traffic. In fact, the person that had the house was an agent before, and huh. yeah. same. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they asked me to sell their house, so I said yes. I'll sell your house. I'll sell it. Well, it was empty, and we all know if your house is empty, it's going to take a while to sell. If you don't know that and you're a seller, you should probably get your house staged. It's going to take a little while to sell. So the house took a little bit, but it was like 26 days. We finally get an offer. It's a good offer. We had it priced way too high, but it was like this, you know, moment where I had to say, look, this is the reality of the situation that we're in. I told you that this is what it's going to sell for. We're, we're higher than that. You're still going to be the highest sold house in this neighborhood, but it's not going to appraise for that either. Um, but you know, everybody knows more than, than we do. So some listen, some just, no. And he finally said he was going to sign it. Well, then all of a sudden he was supposedly out of the country. 
and it went two days, three days, four days, five days, still hadn't signed it. I have this agent where his clients like have got to close the house at a certain time. Oh, no. Finally, I told the seller, I was like, look, if you're not going to sign it, I just have to, for me, like I don't do business this way. I can't keep telling this other agent. Well, you I mean, know, that's that, in yeah, his agreement. Gonna, he has to be, you know, he has to be willing to sell communicating with you. Or willing to sell mm-hmm. the house. Like yep. you have to actually participate. He in agreed this sale. to that. Yes. yes. And so finally, he kept on, kept on. I'll never forget. This is the most I've saw Jonathan red faced, but this client called, I mean, it's cussing me out. You do as you're effing told to do, and I'm telling you to do this. And I was like, I really think that this is, yeah, this is the time that we should probably get off the phone. And he's like, no, your job is to do what I tell you to do. Kept going. Jonathan's like, wanting to say something, and I'm like, nope. And he's like, you know, I want to talk to your 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 boss, your broker. I was like, I am the broker. And I was like, but what I'm telling you right <laughs> nice now. Nice try, guy. I was yeah. like, you're not helping facilitate the sale. And I think that the best thing to do right now, if you think that I'm not doing my job, I really think that you're not really doing your job with it either. So the best thing to do is probably terminate the listing agreement. And I sent him the listing agreement. Um, later on, he tried to come back and say I wasn't doing the job I was supposed to be doing. And I said, look, as soon as you sign that listing agreement, it says on there, like, this is the end of this deal. You can't come back after me. I can't go back after mm-hmm. you. Like, we're done. The deal is done. I still have not seen that house listed again. I'm and not, I don't know I'm why. Not shocked. It's sitting there empty, though. It's been over six months. Why haven't you listed the house? Are you just waiting for it to foreclose? I mean, I don't understand. I, I don't know. That's uh, Mine was similar. Mine was an actually active agent who had the house listed for months, and it was overpriced, and then... Lowered, 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 and then was like, hey, can you list this for me? And I'm like, kind of weird considering everyone. You're an agent, yeah. You and everyone around you are agents. Yeah. Why can't they? But sure. And then he asked me, listed higher. Well, still was able to produce, you know, yeah. an offer for him, but just wanted, he just wanted me to take off like things, do things. I was like, same thing. I was like, I can't do that. I don't work like that. It's well, like, you can't do shady stuff. Like, I can't. It, 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 my soul, like I would be, that would make me, that makes me want to gag already. Yeah. Like it makes me sweaty. Like, like please, ugh, don't. Ugh. please don't. I dropped my lucky rock. We'll <laughs> talk. Crap that let me get that. <laughs> lucky rock. Y'all, if you know me personally, you know about my rocks. But is that uh, the Nick, one that was on the table? No, this is mine. My lucky rock. There's one that's somewhere on the table. It's, it's right here. I was yeah. holding it last time for the last podcast. I picked one of your rocks. It's, we we bonded over rocks. So if, yeah. if anybody knows about the TikTok person that like they shuffle the rocks and they're like, oh, you got a pretty rock. Oh, look at this rock. Well, I got sucked into that TikTok stuff. This so, is how we unwind at night. Yeah, but I was buying. Oh, she yeah. sits. I have rocks coming oh. to my house, and now they're just. You, oh, baby, you got an amethyst for you. Thank that's you. the same lady. Thank you, baby. We, you got an amethyst. You got an all of crystal cards for you, baby. That's the same lady. God, we were watching voice. the same person. We were probably watching each other's, like, Probably. Because you were, you were probably stalking me. That's probably what, was. how I, it happened. So I you told Julie, I'm going to admit that I have a problem. So I told Julie when I was first. And basically famous. When I was first watching. <laughs> <laughs> basically famous. When I was first watching her, um. I've, I've been very careful with who I've brought into our brokerage. Um, I want to always make sure that we have a good look and a good reputation and that you can bring something to help educate me and then I can help educate you. I think that's the most important thing. And so I don't actively go to, you know, 
classes and try to recruit new agents um i wait i kind of watch people i'm like a hawk and then you swoop in and so i've saw a stock hawk a stock hawk but that's what they do they like, and I like they're that. like ah, and then they go and get you so but for I, the record she only stock hawked me first yeah, but she, i oh she really? got a lot of heat i, I did oh mm-hmm. i got a lot of heat i'm like she only stock hawked me again I know. <laughs> so i went after julie and i saw her she kept popping up on my facebook she kept popping up on my tiktok and for me I mean, I use social media as a business. It's it's my business. And so I look, and sometimes I get off, but here's freaking Julie all over the place. Got that algorithm. And so I Working. show Jonathan, and we have a lot of beautiful agents, a lot. I mean, every single one of the girls in our brokerage are freaking gorgeous. And so I told Jonathan, I was like, I'm going to get this girl. And he goes, who is that? And I was like, Julie has been. I'm going to get her. And he goes, okay, go get her. He well, didn't make fun of the last name? No. no. Thanks, Jonathan. No. I love him. He's well, just One point up. Just talking about supportive husbands, though. I'm like yeah. showing him pictures. I'm like, this girl's so pretty. And he's Aww. like, yeah, she is pretty. But so I told Jonathan, I was like, I want her. I'm gonna get her. So I wrote Julie, and I was like, just to let you know, I've been stalking you, and I love your Straight marketing. Up. And I mean, it was all true. Like the fact that a lot of people, like I'm a total nerd when it comes to marketing and algorithms, and you know, getting all this stuff done. And for you to keep popping up on my feed over and over and over again, you were doing a really good job. It was intentional. It's the way, it's the timing, it's the what I post, when I post, you know, I mean. Yeah, but you were doing a great job. That that made my day to get that message, even though you were like totally cracking me up, like, I've stalked you, these people stalked you. Yeah, check call them me, out. Call me, or can I call you when you have time? I was like, call me now. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Well, and I'm, I'm like right a here. freaking pit bull with that stuff. When I want something, I don't stop. I mean, we know how competitive I am, but we I don't stop. So then you posted, it was like a black and gold thing that turns out Sarah had made, an unintentional yeah. Before, as as before saw that, you messaged me, she made that too. Well, so, yeah, because yeah. I didn't, I wouldn't have messaged that second because I'd been watching you. It's just kind of wait to like pounce on it for the right sign. That was my sign. I saw a black and gold Julie husband. I was like, Julie husband's about to be part full circle. <laughs> like, and it took all of asking a, day, a few trusted people, and they were all like, "You're crazy if you don't go, go get out there." Like, which is nice. That's and really trusted, strong people. Yeah. There was m- which some of those people I met through, you know, exes and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't even know that either. Yeah. Too. It's, it's always scary though when somebody's like, "I heard about you." I'm like, "Oh God, you heard what?" You know, if I'm it's good you. things, good. If it's bad things, yeah, I probably heard those too. I actually like hearing stories about me because I'm like, I did that. Oh my gosh, like, I, I'm so cool. Like I'm an interesting person. I'm wild. Yeah, you hear some of it. I'm like, man, when did I have time to do that? Great. Let's keep talking about it. But. Every time I hear somebody say that, I'm just like, is it good? Is it bad? But I don't really care. I mean, if it is bad, it means people are talking about you as keeping you relevant. And guess what? They're putting money in my pocket. So talk. And 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 that was the thing. The only like we were talking earlier is that the only thing that I really heard was, well, just pay attention to the numbers. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, the numbers thing is so stupid. Like dumb, dumb. It, it blows my mind because there are certain people that literally are like, you know, I pay attention to numbers and blah blah blah. Well, um, how did you produce when yeah. you were just an agent? Because I've paid attention to your numbers too. Yeah. But honestly, you're looking at my hard numbers. What about Saber? What about College Station? What about Beaumont? Like, what about the Galveston MLS? What about all these different MLSs? And not even to mention my off markets. That's and it then, for me. The yeah. off markets are the ones from teams where your name's yes. just not on it or new construction where your name's not yeah. on it. Like, Or what about the millions of dollars that I've done in referrals? I mean, oh my I'm gosh. talking referrals. millions. Like yeah. a $7 million house that's in uh, Las Vegas. And my thing is, is don't talk about my numbers and talk like it's a bad thing when in fact 
if I was top agents in one of these brokerages, then why would you sit here and discredit? And that's, I think, my problem with a lot of agents in general. Everybody's like always competing and everybody's, it's, there's this hatred and this jealousy and it's almost bred in this industry where you're like, oh, they're at a different brokerage, you can't like them. Don't discredit. Like we're gonna run into each yeah, other. Yeah, but don't discredit somebody else's hard work. I've worked my ass off to get to where I'm at, and it was not easy to get here. Oh, like, I can imagine. It just was the hard. amount of things you do behind closed doors that people don't see. The amount well, that all I've of learned. us. So look at where you came from. Every single person in this brokerage. I mean, you worked your ass off. You hustled your ass off to get to where you're at today. Do not let anybody else tear you down and discredit you for the work that you've done. Even if you're a brand new agent and you've only sold one or two houses. Guess what? You sold one or two houses. That's yeah. great. And if you have the quality and the heart, you're going to keep doing it. You have the hustle, the discipline. You're going to keep doing it. Well, this business, it. I think, and I've always said, sales is hard in general. But sales as a real estate agent is one of the hardest sales jobs because insurance agents, they have to go to you to get insurance. Car salesmen, they have to go to you to go buy a car. Real estate, they can sell it themselves. They could sell it off market they or can, they yeah. could go to the however many thousands of agents that we have in Houston. This is the hardest sales job to tap into. It really is. And to gain that trust and to keep it and you have to clutch it quick because if you don't, I mean, you're out there. No, you're done. You, you you're had a deal at the beach and you had um, a lead that came through and you're like, I'm so good at getting leads. I'm going to convert this lead. Oh. This is like a game to me. And she's like out there calling. I she's love. like, see, you got to do it fast, Nikki. You five minutes. Do it fast. Five minutes. You have five minutes. Like you contact them. Leave them a voicemail, send that text, send your card, reach back out. Don't bug them too much. I well, it's a sense I mean, of urgency, too. It's like you have to do that in this like, business. Yes. It's, every time I do that, it usually works out to be something. Even yeah. if it's just a phone call that may be something in the future. You never know. Jot that name down. Jot that number down. We're friends. I'm saving it. We're talking again. Well, that's one of the yeah. funny things. People will tell me. They're like, well, I ask them, why do you want to get into real estate? Well, I want to make my own hours. I want to have my own business. I'm like, sweetie. You don't make your own hours. Like, if I'm going to have to be the first person to kind of knock you down a little bit and tell you that, you are on call all the time. If you had a call right now for somebody that wants to go look at a house in Baytown, you're in Baytown wanting to go look at a house. You'd be like, like peace, Nikki. Yeah. This has been great. Cat. I'm out, cat. I'm but, going to sell the houses. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the important thing, and you really should be doing that. But I think that the reason why we're different and the girls in full circle are different and it might be a little bit naive, is I go around and I'm like, I love you and I love you and you I'll give do. you this and I'll give you this. But then I am. I have to like, knock you down on that sometimes. I'm like, Nikki. But I, that's how I am. And I if we're want, doing it, we're doing it together. I want to give, 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 <laughs> give because, I mean, I would not have been where I'm at today if I wouldn't have had a friend tell me, you know, what do you want to do with your life? It can't just be training. You don't yeah. want to just train people. Like, you have to want something better. And this is a business owner. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, well, yeah, I've always wanted to do real estate, but I just haven't started. And it's it's like $1,000 to take the courses. And he literally whipped out his wallet, and he's like, here's $1,000. Oh, so that was the guy. Changed yeah. my life. Um, it really did. And right. I mean, I've done that for newer agents, too. And I'm like, you want to do it? Like, yes, this changed my life. Now, this isn't going to be handed to you. You are going to hustle your ass off. I would have never, we talk about me being competitive, yeah. I don't fail. I can't fail. Yep. I always say no deal falls out. No no fall behinds. And if I don't they care do, how much it is. $50,000 where I'm only making, what, I don't even care if I make 100 bucks on a deal. If you come to me and you want something, 
I do, I'm not going to pawn you off on somebody else, no matter how busy I am. If I don't know the answer to something, I'll go get it. Like, there's nothing. I will always say I will hustle, hustle harder than the person next to me any freaking day. Yeah, I I see that. Because I'm competitive in Uno. I know. <laughs> competitive is, that's a good one. Nikki is so competitive that she says Uno because that's the only game she won. Yeah, but you didn't win it at all. So Jesse won, I won, Jonathan mm. won, and he wasn't even paying attention. But, but guess who won? Cornhole. You and Jesse. Me. I think it's just because Jesse the, June is bug, the June bug kamikaze at my face, oh, yeah. and it made me mess up on it. It was like the longest game of cornhole ever. Because <laughs> no, it wasn't. It had to be, because it's like, it, we were both like, no, you're not winning. No, you're not winning. And next thing well, I know, I'm an ass white for 24 hours. You're definitely an ass white. And then you win Uno, and you throw those cards down like, Hell yeah, and then you were done. You just walked out like... Well, Jesse kept trying to mess with me. He's like, do you have Uno over there? I'm like, do you want to call it? Because you hide your cards. You're not supposed to show them. You don't have to. Yeah. No, y'all were just being ignorant. No, you're just ignorant. Ignorant. (laughs) Ignorant. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys were... I don't have to show you my cards. She was the last one to win at the table, for the record. Well, you were because you didn't win. I just... So that's false. Moving forward, <laughs> moving forward, I continue to look forward to whipping you again at cornhole every time, even though I can't even it count. It won't happen. I can't even count the numbers. It won't happen. And the funny thing is, me and Jonathan both are like, "What's the score? What?" Well, Jonathan wasn't paying attention to anybody. I don't even he know how to score. He was in his own little world over there. It was, it was definitely very interesting. Yeah, very it was fun. interesting. It was fun. I've got competitive Jesse and competitive you, and then me and Jonathan are like, "All right, cool." And I'm just, then I then it tapped into me, and I'm like. You know the she wants to win. Oh, it's not happening. The coolest She's thing not though winning. is I'm we about were... to beat my broker at a game of cornhole. Get called an ass white for 24 hours, and I like it. I like, I like it. it. The cool thing is though, is we were doing the podcast last time with our husbands. Mm-hmm. We got off the podcast. Do you remember this? Yeah, you had a deal that was going down. I think with a buyer or seller. I had an offer that. Oh was, yes. God. I had an offer that was on land. And I had gotten, um, oh, I got a new uh, seller. All within an hour of being on a podcast, and yep. that's freaking real estate. Yep, you I had never a, know a buyer, an out-of-state buyer I clutched that weekend who I got, we got approved and ready. And then uh, a listing, which turned out to kind of flop on its own. But then um, as I was leaving, too, I got another cash oh, buyer who, who's, like, my favorite, too. I think I posted it on my Facebook, and his review was, like, it's, it was like the best review that I've ever been given. And it was because he owns multiple properties, a yeah. ton. And he actually wrote on there, I've always worked, and this is, even how he worded it was like, mm-hmm. God, I needed to hear that. He was like, I've purchased many properties, but I've always worked with the selling agent. Julie explained to me what the buyer agent is and why that's what important. Yeah. I'll be using it forever. Now he's looking to build a custom dream home cash. And he's also letting me list a mass amount of land that he yeah. owns all by you know he was actually a lead given to me by another agent who didn't want it mm-hmm. she had no idea the honey hole that she left because no. we have become like great friends we talk all the time his wife and I talk like well that goes back to giving like, people man. the attention and stuff that you would want right and yeah I, I try to it's like don't just look at this little number house lead and say I don't want it. It will come from. Same thing with leases. There's so many agents that don't want to do leases, and leases are not the most fun thing. But you it's never, me. you never know what's going to come from that, <laughs> though. You really don't. I think that the thing with leases, I'll do leases. 
for sure. But if it's, you know, I think it's the, the hard part is putting someone in to a lease and we don't have the same level of ability to protect them afterwards and you just don't want That's them to end up well, like a slumber. You're helping them and, and then you're just kind of like, okay, now be free. Yeah, peace out. Be free. Fly, yeah. fly. So I think that's what that's the main reason why I don't like them is because it's like, it's hard. I'm a helper. And but then they can do, come back to you later and then they trust you and so they buy a house. And I, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah they, they end up buying or... Doing you know, property management, I see that a lot. Selling, yeah. And I still, like, I used to do property management for an investor client and I fired him, left, and um, he was holding their uh, security deposits, not willing to pay them back. Every single one of those people called me, and they had, on small claims court, I was there to testify for them, but the thing is, it's like you treat people the way that you want to be treated, and I've lived by that for my entire life. I mean, I'm not going to say that I've ever went the wrong direction, because I have plenty of time, but at the end of the day, I always try to think, is this what I would want somebody to do to me? Would, that's why I can't lie on stuff. If somebody is saying yeah. something about foundation or whatever, like I have been so educated with um, inspectors where I've went with them to multiple different homes oh, to go yeah. look, and I'm like, I want you to talk out loud. Tell me to what explain you, to yes. me everything. I've even went in attics, y'all, and I am scared of rats and dark. You know I carry a flashlight. I know that. Yeah, but what is a flashlight going to do? A bat? If no, they no, no. The lights, they're going to be like. Kee, kee, they come after you. Get that bat out of here. Are you the one that told me about bats? I get, I get in. Yes, I did. Freaking bat. She told me about bats. You got bats. She has I'm bat scared. wallpaper, and it's beautiful. We need to post a picture. Too. Did you see the bones? Yeah, it's like the prettiest. It's like their bone dance. We, yeah, it's like the yeah. most funky, awesome. And that's the lady I that we bought the house from. She did a great job. But I went to go to the mailbox in the dark. And I was scared of the dark. Or I freaking bats. For, no, this is your fault. So I go, <laughs> and I go to the mailbox down the street. And I'm like texting and doing all my stuff on my phone, and then all of a sudden I'm, I hear the caw, caw, caw. well, it's not that sound. Bats don't do that. It's squeak. It's like yes. So I'm like, there's no freaking way there's bats. And Julie is scaring me and telling me that bats like attack you and stuff. So all of a sudden I hear the I sent them. I summoned them from my house. I'm like, and I hear the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. They're coming after me. Yeah, this might something. be a little bit dramatic, but that's just how we're going to roll. So I freaking <laughs> ran from the mailbox in slippers all the way over here. Picked the slippers off. I grabbed them. I ran back. I got to the front door. And I was like, <sighs> damn it. Damn it, Julie. It's <laughs> always my fault. Somehow, she's like, anything, bats were gonna get me. anything that happens, it's like, did you do this? Hey, if you see me running, you better freaking book it because I'm running for It's your something. fault. You told me about the bats. Did you send me the... Or what happened? Oh, the, the cat text. Yeah. Dude, Dude, I'm getting cat texts about cat facts for a whole day. I'm like, report block, report block, report block. I but still but the thing is, you. I know you do. The thing is, I walk in and you're like, Julie? And I'm like, what did I do now, cat? <laughs> no, I didn't say And you were like, um, did you send me cat facts? Dude, I'm I've like, gotten so many burners over the last three years that, was that I've never had in my entire life. Like, when you talk about, like, I think I'm a very lucky person. But I'm also very unlucky in a lot of stuff. But the amount of burner texts, like, everybody's like, how do you know it's a burner text? You Google it. You know if it's a burner text. So when this person says the same damn thing all the time, you're like, it's a burner text. It's Yeah, it's very simple to figure it out. It's a burner text. Just, yeah. We get used to the weird. We get used to the crazy. You get used to the weird messages. Like my crazy fox hat today. Your fox hat guy. I was terrified to be in the house. I was actually kind of scared to leave my cleaners over there because I'm like, watch out for that fox. 
I was like, are you good? Jonathan are you still going to be good? Are you going to make it? Jonathan touched it. I was like, oh, he went good. That, that's he went good. yesterday with me, and he got the cat litter box that's out of the right. house because as soon as you walked to this room, room you're like, Whoa. and it had fresh poop, and it reminded me, she's going to gag, it reminded me of Jonathan and all his pooping, so him and the cat are soul brothers together, and I'm sure it was a boy because he pooped right before they left. She's obsessed with poop. Turn TV. It happens all the time, though. How can you not be obsessed when it, when it happens all the time? Because did you read that book called Everybody Poops? No, because I don't, I wouldn't read a book like that. But it was I, a children's book. I think you should. I think no. you read it to your kids. Which oh. speaking of kids, I know Mason's eighteen. That's gonna make me cry. It's I her, try not to talk. She about didn't it. want to talk about it, but today is her. It's making me cry. Her baby's eighteenth birthday, and I saw her sweet video this morning, and I cried so many times making that. So video did I. Too. It took that. It took me a lot longer to get ready because I was like, oh my gosh, like. Well, it's hard, too. It's a big day for you. Well, I feel like I graduated. Forget <laughs> me. I feel like I graduated. I feel like I've done so much for... It's like 18 years. You have to protect them. You know, make sure nothing bad happens to them. And I'm like, we're alive. We freaking made it. Like, high five. We made it. And he's such a good kid. He's a really good kid. But I think that, you know, you always want to do everything for your kids that you didn't have. And I mean, I've done that. I've accomplished it. And he's actually the first boy in... Our family, um, his dad's side of the family, to have ever went to college or going to college. And that's a really big deal. And I don't think that he realizes how big of a deal that is. But, yeah, the video made me cry. He's breaking cycles just like you are. I oh, mean, he's a great kid. I mean, you made a strong son it's funny because though, you're a strong person. When you're, you're scared because you had your daughter yeah. when you were how old? I was 18. Actually, I was, was 18 when I met with her in high school. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I had her right I was before I graduated. You know, it's scary because you get pregnant and your whole life changes. And it's something where you're like, what am I going to do? This is, you know, this is ruins my whole life. And where oh, do yeah. I go from here? And, you know, it's a negative, right? But then all of a sudden he's 18. And I'm like, it's the best <laughs> thing that could have ever happened to me. <laughs> I know I did too because... Mine, you know, I was young and she turned 17 this year and I just looked at that post. But like, she made you stronger. She made you fight harder. It's like all and of those she's things. she's so strong too. And I'm like, I I broke the cycle yep. and now you're free. Oh, yeah. And that's why they're strong. Yeah. We're, they, we made them free by taking the brunt and saying, no, I'm oh, yeah. changing everything. Yeah. Everything is going to change. Everything that's ever happened is not going to happen to you. Yeah. You're going to have opportunities, oh, yeah. but you're going to have tough love yeah. and real love. Like... Mm-hmm. That was. He's been my road dog for a long time. I've always told him, I'm like, Sweet unfortunately, son. you've had to grow up with me. Like, I wasn't a grown up. I said, but I think that you're that much stronger because you've seen me hit all of the dead ends and mm-hmm. hit all the speed bumps. And you know that you don't want that when you get older. So if I could have taught you anything, you know, maybe don't make the same mistakes that I made. But at the same time, like, I thought when I was 19 years old that he was a mistake. And you look at it and he's like, he was the best mistake I ever made. And y'all have the best relationship. Y'all just listening to y'all talk, it's hilarious. He's like my best friend. I can tell. Yeah. Like y'all are really close. It's it's funny because I'm a strict mom. Like I really am. And all the kids know that. And I'm the one that like lays down the freaking hammer. But I know how I was when I was younger. And I know the things that happened to me. And I think that I just never wanted him to have to go down that road or have to fight so hard for something. Just keep the cycle clear. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's and what it is. That's what makes you strict. I think me too. Oh, I was so just... strict. But now I kind of feel like, you know, yes, he's about to go to college. He's about to be an adult. You know, he, he wants to go into the ID program, industrial distribution to be like Jonathan. Oh, that's and awesome. it's all of this stuff. I mean, the relationship that I see with him and Jonathan are unlike 
any relationship that he's ever had with anybody um, that's came into the picture. And it's just everything that's happened and what's kind of molded him into the kid that he is. He really is. I don't know how he's gotten so good. I say that about my daughter, too. I really don't I know. don't either. Because I know it's not for me. I mean, it's... And I think it is in ways, but then I think them watching our struggles makes it them makes kind stronger. of yeah. tougher, too. But in in a different way than our past made us. Ours made us stronger by That's having trauma. to figure it out alone. It's trauma. <laughs> yeah, trauma made us... True. Trauma yes, made us stronger. Trauma. But our kids are being taught, you're going to be stronger because... We're strong now. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's tough. And It is tough. I am so lucky, too. I have a really great firstborn, secondborn. I know. The only thing I'm worried about is that thirdborn, but, you know. Well, it's always the baby. Yeah. So the ones that are the most <laughs> spoiled. He but, is. You but know, he's a, he, you know, his teacher came to see a game last night, which this is really great content. Um, his teacher, it's his reading teacher. He's the, he's my son who's partial deaf, so he has hearing aids, and he goes to her for um reading uh-huh. so they do one-on-one she's the one who caught he's a lip reader years ago and yeah love her to death so she came to his game she's watching his game and she's like oh my cole he's so sweet all the other teachers just they say your little long-haired one with the chain he's so sweet and he's so good i was like yeah question about that why does he have like perfect behavior does he but ever do anything because yeah. my other two have gotten like talking but He's just not getting anything. Nothing. And she's like, because he's so good and he's so respectful and he's so, I'm like, and he is, but I'm like, so does he climb anything? But that's, she's like, no. But that's a good thing. Mason used to say that. Do you know what he did though? Huh? You know what he did? And he didn't know she was there yet. Huh? He told the umpire a very ugly thing last night and got in trouble. He told the umpire when he made a call. That's bullshit. He did? The umpire started. He didn't know that his teacher was there? Oh, oh, no. And if he... Oh, when he saw her, his face was so red. But... So, the ump... You can tell <laughs> the ump so is laughing. I mean, these are nine, eight, nine, ten-year-olds. He's an eight-year-old playing as a nine-year-old. But he's little. But he's the catcher. So, he's right by the ump. And he goes, that's bullshit. Well, the ump's hiding his laugh. And as soon as I saw that ump walk up to the coaches, I was like, my son just said something bad. He's in trouble. <laughs> and Jesse called me over there and he said... And I was like, okay. And Jesse said, you know what he just said? I said, oh... Go tell him Miss Laird's here. And as soon as he did... Changes she, like that. Oh, my gosh. He didn't a miss a ball. Hey, we won that game, too. Well, that means that... But I told her, and she's like, respect. no. Well, maybe he was just expressing himself. I'm like... They love him. No. Well... This is the real call. I'm trying to show you. That's a good thing, though. Mason's <laughs> yeah. teachers, when he was little, would always tell me he's so respectful. He says, yes, ma'am. And I'm like... He didn't do that at home, but I, at least I'm happy that he's doing it. At and he's doing it yeah. somewhere else, and that's a great thing. Yeah. So I'm excited actually because today we are meeting with one of our agents. Yay! Who's I I absolutely love her. Actually, hearing her stories, we're very similar in a lot of things, mm-hmm. and that's the stuff. This is why we've built full circle, and to have you know people, agents, women, men that you can relate to their stories and they can make you stronger and that's Christy like all the way not only though she's freaking hilarious so so funny that's we met at a at our last brokerage and we sat together and I was just like I like her and then she posted (laughs) I like her I like her a lot you're mine (laughs) um yeah pretty much I was like you're gonna be my friend and I'm keeping you because there's only three of you here that I like so I'm gonna keep you it's like you're coming home with me What's I mean, that? and, and if I asked her, she'd probably be like, okay. Because she's just... What are you doing? Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. 
She's really, really funny, and I enjoy her very much. I'm so excited to Yeah, so we're going to interview her, her next, um, and we'll talk about all things real estate and kind of our lives and where what's gotten Christy to kind of where she's at today yeah. and stuff. So it'll be really interesting to hear her talk because I know I, I sat with her at lunch for a couple hours when I first met her, and it was, I mean some interesting stuff and she's very strong she's very strong woman she's a great strong. mom and yes. so it's it's gonna be interesting to talk to her so we'll talk to her her she's talk to her here soon very soon she's into butt stuff too we'll leave on that one too um oh but not like that i think what we really bonded over was furries butt stuff was no a facebook post where it was like a tree notch and it's like her and i both realized that we always see buttholes and tree notches so now we what? randomly for the last That's year. That's why you have gnomes. I know, but we. She likes my You're gnomes. You're just weird. But we send each other pictures of buttholes Y'all that we are see weird. in wood. You're weird. Is that You're weird? weird? Yeah, okay, we're gonna weird. end All on right. the fact that Christy and Julie <laughs> are very weird, and then we'll it's get Christy stuff. on yeah. very soon. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye.